Welcome to the PB&J Podcast. This will not be televised. Whether you agree with us or not, we invite you to be curious, become empowered, conduct your own research, and gain personal confidence with the goal of improving your overall health and wellness. For health topics and questions, we encourage everyone to consult their physician to discuss the best care and treatments for their personal situation. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to PB&J, This Will Not Be Televised podcast. Today, Jay and I are going to talk about something everybody's looking forward to at the end of the year, every year. And it's Christmas, it's the holidays, it's Thanksgiving, it's it's getting together with family, friends, and acquaintances, and trying to maneuver through the meals, and, you know, shopping, and so many other things, the gift giving, and just, uh, it is what it is here in the U.S. <laughs> and I, I don't know, you know, I know there are countries that are not celebrating Christmas, but still they have holidays during this time and there's celebrations and they're gathering families. So welcome. And I'm just going to talk, Jay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And so, (laughs) and and you said, you know, uh, we're not just talking about Christmas, but there's, right, there's Hanukkah, there's Kwanzaa, Mm -hmm. there's, um, I'm not familiar with all of the other country end of the year celebrations, but there's variations of different things. Plus, there's New Year's. A lot of people wait until New Year's to even uh, celebrate stuff. So, you know, from Thanksgiving, just like you said, to New Year's, it's just like an entire, what, three months of of stuff. Stuff. Families and (laughs) food and (laughs) all kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. Cards. Yeah, because the other day I got a, a my first Christmas card from one of my former colleagues. I was like, okay, I've got to do this. I have my cards, mm-hmm. right, my Christmas cards, and it is my plan to go ahead and, and mail those out, you know. And I'm, I'm, I was hoping that I wouldn't get as many, so that way I wouldn't be so obligated. <laughs> and I, You're better I than I do, am. Right, and I could just do text messages, you know, with, with Santa Claus. Emojis. Or, you know, emojis and, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy holidays and so forth. But you know, but yes. the, the, so the car, I'm just sorry, I have to interrupt you. If you go into, you remember when, but way back when, when there used to be greeting card stores all over the place? Yes. And all you could, I mean, it was just like all kinds of cards, all kinds of Christmas cards and holiday cards and birthday cards. Those are not as plentiful as they used to be. A lot of people are just not doing cards anymore. Okay. So let me tell you a secret with my Christmas cards this year. You know, I, I, during the year, I give a lot to different various organizations Mm -hmm. that I believe in you know, that I know that the profits are going actually into the needs of others as right. opposed to the the pockets of the, the people who are actually... Uh, CEOs and CFOs. Yes, the CFOs and, and the ones who call themselves managing, yeah. right? So this year I have gotten, this was started in November, like the first week in November, I started getting in all these donation, you know, requests. Yeah. But what they started doing was putting in Christmas cards. Oh, they put in the, uh, like, five cards five with envelopes. envelopes. Yes. Yeah, so yep. I have about 30 cards. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, I have those too. I know what you're talking about. Yep. So I, I'm not donating. Yes, That's but you're bad. keeping the cards. I'm keeping the cards. Well, they send notepads. They send those. They send calendars. I got Cal- two calendars and two planner things from. I haven't got a cross. I mean, a wooden cross. No I kidding. Show it. Yes, it's it's funny because this came in the mail. And if you oh, can see wow. it. Oh, wow. That's gorgeous. It's a beautiful, it's oh my a gosh. beautiful wooden and gold cross that I got in the mail from an organization. And I was like, okay, so I got the cross and then I got the cards too. Wow. So, so you know, the thing is, I don't know if these organizations are trying to put guilt on people. Well, know, yeah. Because of the fact, of course. you know, I'm, I'm giving <laughs> you the gift, right? <laughs> I'm giving you the gift, so please return the gift, you know? Yeah. I even had one that sent me a check, and they started doing this too, these nonprofits, started issuing checks. And I'm thinking, for as much as you're sending me in the check, uh, if I cut the check and didn't send you anything, that could be thousands and thousands of dollars in loss. Well, have you ever got anything with a nickel glued to it? Yes. Yeah, those two. So, and then you have to start wondering, so we're off on a different topic here about um, charitable giving, but I think you bring up a really good point. Um, When folks give donations at the end of the year, that's when I usually do that at the end of the year, especially for tax purposes, and because that's when I sit down and figure out, you know, which charities I think are the best ones using, you know, Charity Navigator or or one of the other websites where you can look and see what salaries are. But if you think about how much it's costing in postage and all the things that they put in an envelope, just like I said, I got full-size calendars. Uh, And I'm like, how much money? I would much rather that money be spent on the cause than to send me a calendar. Because whether you send me a calendar or not, mm-hmm. that's not going to change my mind about whether I donate to you or not. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so, you know, the thing is, I, I, I don't understand that mindset. But so that I just wanted to give you yeah. an idea of where I'm getting my cards from this sure. year. Sure. So that's good. When, when people good look at the back of the cards and it shows a charitable <laughs> you're doing your organization in the five printed. Yeah, you're doing your part for marketing, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Good for you. So it's like, uh, but but you know the thing is, uh, the holidays for me uh, is about the, the children. You know, and of course I have five, and I've got one on the way. Okay, I've got an, another one on the way, and so uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all of that to me is all about the kids. It's not about me, because really, honestly, Jay. I like being by myself. I like that quiet time. I like to just kind of relax and sit back and not have to do all the cooking and gift wrapping <laughs> and shopping and da da da. That's da, part da. of being a mom. That's it's and grand and grandma. Mom. Yeah. And grandma. Yep. But the thing is the kids this year and I'm surprised that they did this, they instead of them asking for individual gifts, you know, or because I would ask them, you know, what do the kids need? The, the gift started getting bigger. Right? So, <laughs> I want an Xbox and a TV. <laughs> right. So, like, for the for the girls, mm-hmm. and I, I, I know they won't be listening to this, but my daughter said, well, 
Mom, instead of them, because I was just going to get them these cameras, right? These mm -hmm. digital cameras, and and they, because they're only a year apart. So I figured digital cameras. They like taking pictures. They like the technology and all that other stuff. And so I said, well, I'll get them a digital camera, right? Each one of them, and they're twenty-seven bucks because they were oh. like mini mouse cameras, right? Well, not they only have they've come down in price bucks. too over the years. Digital cameras have because because cameras are in cell phones now, so absolutely, yeah. So my daughter calls me. I send her to her because I always send her the link, and I say this this is what I'm thinking about getting the girls, and and that she says she sends me a message. She calls me. She didn't send me a message. She calls me. She says, "Mom, I have an idea." Instead of you buying them a camera, I'm thinking about redoing their room, and they need two twin beds, right? Because right now they have separate bedrooms, and they, she said that she keeps finding one going into the other one's bed, you yeah. know, getting in bed with them. Because right. the one bed, Cameron has a full-size bed, and Kenny has a twin-size bed with a trundle underneath. Oh, okay. And so I was like, she said, so I figured I'd just put them off to so keep them from going across the hall, you know, to get in each other's bed. I just figured I'd get them, you know, okay. Yeah. I said, oh, so you want me to buy the beds? <laughs> That's a, isn't that a little now, more expensive than a, a digital camera? <laughs> camera. So it's just not one bed, too. So I'm like, oh, okay. But of course, you know, I'm grandma. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the thing is, I, I think that it's, cause Danielle tells me kids do not play with toys. Yeah. For a long period of time. They play with the boxes. <laughs> exactly. Or, the, right, and build forts. Right. Or, yeah. you know, or, or get in them and, and pretend or, or write on like wheels, draw wheels on them. Create a stairwell or something. Yeah, make something out of them. Yeah, absolutely. They are on the more creative side. So, you know, and, and I understand it because Danielle said I can go in my basement now, which is true. She can go in her basement now, and if the kids want a new toy, she can actually pull a toy from off the shelf that has never been in a. It's brand new, right? It hasn't even come out the box. Yeah. it's like you know because people tend to give. You know, her her in-laws tend to give a lot, and, as well as, you know, friends and family and so forth. And it's more than what the kids want well, or to possibly play with. Well, if you if you think back to your childhood, and, and I, I can still remember mine, there were like two or three favorite toys mm. that you always played with, right? Yes. It wasn't, right. even if you had 20 toys, there was only like three that you really enjoyed playing with. The other ones were like, yeah. uh, I might touch yeah. that one, maybe. maybe. And maybe but only was, if my girlfriend comes over and we're playing dolls or, you know, playing right. something else together. Yes, Yeah. absolutely. Because I love the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, when the batter and stuff ran out, my parents were going to buy Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you were lucky to have an yeah. easy bake oven because I never got one. I'm just saying. Uh, that was what I wanted. But once I cooked all the cakes and, you know, yeah. cupcakes or whatever they had, it was cakes and cupcakes. It was like once the batter was gone, it was like I couldn't do anything. And my mom said later <laughs> in <right>. life. <laughs> In later life, she said, well, only thing you had to do was just ask me to give you a little bit 
when I was making a cake or so. I said, Mom, you never said anything. Right. I figured it wasn't for me. Right, right. <laughs> so my easy bake oven lasted for about two weeks, right? Yeah, the batteries ran out and that was it. Just became it. something you stuck in the corner and it, it, hoping and a battery would appear and, somewhere so you could right, use it. Right, and eventually trash. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and eventually trash. So, yeah. You know, the thing is, you're right. Kids are, it's so, they have so much now, you know, with, with social media and video games and, you know, studying. I mean, because they've been online for almost a year. Yeah. When they were in the classroom, being online, you know. And I'm sure, you know, after they got offline and class was finished, I'm sure most of these kids continued online looking at videos or doing something other than schoolwork. Well, there are more, so, things are more com. So if you, again, if you think back to what would be entertaining to us when we were kids and then what's entertaining to kids now, things are more complex. Things, kids are smarter. I mean, I think we talked about this in another podcast. Kids are smarter now. And what used to be very entertaining to us, they'd be like, what? I, I want no part of that. That's, right. that's like too childish for me. I need something more engaging, you know, more technical, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because video games are a great example yeah. of that. You yeah. know, they'd rather be fighting somewhere or, or, or collecting coins or, or doing something where they have to go through these maneuvers right. and mazes and so forth. It's mm-hmm. like, we weren't into that. It was like, mm-hmm. give me a Barbie doll, you know? <laughs> yeah, give, give me, me some a, clothes. Right. Clothes with the Barbie doll. Play-Doh. Climb it. Oh, yeah, or go outside and ride your bike. Yeah. Yeah. Slinkies. Oh, watch slinkies. It, watch, oh, yeah. 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 Watch you walk down the steps. <laughs> yeah. And board games like Operation and, mm-hmm. and all the board jump games. Ropes. Yeah. yeah jump, oh, jump, jump ropes. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I, you know, we just live in a different time and a different era, but that doesn't change that we still are inundated with family during the holidays. I know for me, like I said, I have five, two children and, and two, you know, a, a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law as well as, as five grandchildren and one on the way. It's like they know that I am the go-to house yeah. during the holidays. You well, know, yeah, grandma's house. To, well, yeah. yeah, even if I have to travel, you sure. know, and it's like, it takes me, you know, from like Thanksgiving, for example, you know, I had to shop the week before <laughs> <laughs> and start preparing for right. the brood, you right. know, it's like, okay, I need to start this. And, and by that time, by the time they're ready to go home. I'm exhausted. No I doubt. Am, I am like, I don't want to see turkey. I, I tell them, and then they don't want to take none of the stuff home. Oh, you know? no. Oh, it is no. Like, they have to take it. Yeah, it is like, you got to take this stuff. I, it, will, it will go in the trash, and they're like, okay, well, give me a little bit of this. Give me some ham. Give me some turkey. And right. They'll take a little bit of that. And, of course, they leave me with all the sweets. Well, yeah, you get the pies and the cakes and the right. cookies, and right. of course, yeah. Right, exactly. The stuff I don't need, but right. I know it's in the refrigerator. Yeah. Am I going to let it waste now? But then that jeopardizes. So by the time January comes, I'm like in a place of going, trying to get back to the gym, fitting in my clothes, and resting up. Yeah. All over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so 
uh, and and uh, you and I talked about this before we got online for this podcast. And so I'm I'm pretty much the opposite. I don't have kids. I don't have grandkids. Um, so my holidays are pretty much spent alone, which is a okay with me, by the way. Um, our our family's pretty dysfunctional and also spread out. So we don't. I, I don't even think we call each other anymore. <laughs> my parents have oh, passed. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Mom and dad. Yeah. And um, I've got uh, one niece who lives in Arizona, um, one that lives here, one that lives in uh, Maryland and and some other, you know, various and sundry area locations of of relatives. And um, our family history is is being very dysfunctional. And we are just carrying through that tradition of being dysfunctional. (laughs) Um, We don't connect. And um, it is not. You know, my mom, God rest her soul, uh, she always hoped that that would change. She always wanted us to be the Waltons. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. That never happened, and it will never. I mean, our family tradition is to not be close. That's right. <laughs> the way it is. But, Jay, that's, there's nothing wrong with that because I think everybody, everyone, I, I'm not going to exclude anyone, any. Everyone has some sort of dysfunction within their family, okay? <laughs> yeah, <I guess. laughs> You know, because my mom came from a family of 10. Mm. And so, yes, but we're big and we're all over the place. And a lot of them, now that I've relocated here uh, to my retirement city, a lot of them are from this area, right. you know, and they're still here. But I don't connect with them like that, you know? Yeah. I, I tend to, you know, keep keep connections with the friends that I've I've had over the years because of the fact that I know those people better than I know them. Sure. Well, your you friends know? become family at some point in time. Yeah, right? and I think that's what happens. You know, we end up what they say you you can't pick your you you can pick your friends, but you can't pick your family, right? Or you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. <laughs> <laughs> Either one is not a good thing. <laughs> I think I saw yeah. that on a card. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's dysfunction in every family. And, it, it, you know, my mom, she was like the person that held the glue together, you know. The matriarch. Yeah. Yeah, she was the matriarch of the family. So when she cooked on Sunday, it was like, Everybody knew it was her and my aunt, her her younger sister, uh, her older, the one next to her in age, but my mom was the youngest, uh, a youngest of 10 siblings. And so they would come to the house, you know, like after church on Sundays, and they would just cook, 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 cook. It was like that, that movie Soul Food, yeah. you know, after church, everybody would come over and, and we would all have dinner together. You know, and and we have family reunions every summer. You know, but now that mom's gone, none of that's happening. Right, and you it's, know. and I've got a friend um, who, when she retired, she moved uh, to where her mom used to live, and is living in her mom's old house, mom's and dad's okay. old house, and very similar situation where her mom used to be. You know the matriarch. Every, the entire family would converge onto that house, right. um, and now that my my friend uh, who's living in that house, 
thing, the family dynamics of her kids have changed such that um, the, 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 the dynamics are just different because mm-hmm. there, there used to be a tradition because everyone, wa- everyone in the family was so used to it. And as people start getting married and having their own families and having their in-laws' families, you know, to mm-hmm. have to go to their houses for the holidays to split up, mm-hmm. you know, especially right. if they have grandkids, that has all changed. And so she's going through kind of a, 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 a transition of, hey, you know, it's not like it used to be. And um, I could tell she's... Is she, is she missing that? She is I, missing that okay. because family is a huge deal to her. I mean, okay. it is ginormous. Um, I've always been pretty jealous of anybody who's had that kind of family uh you know, situation where you get together for holidays and you get together okay. for birthdays and you get together for, you know, whatever the case may be. We right. never did that in my family. So it's something right. I've always been jealous of, right? You always want what you, um, what you can't have or haven't had. Right. Um, but then you start <laughs> listening to, um, you know, the stories of the family the get stories, together. Right. And you're like, well. Right. And that's what I said. Every family has a dysfunction. Right, right. right. After the yeah. family get-togethers, then you start hearing about all the gossip. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I talked to my cousin, and, yeah, boy, if you only knew what was going on with them. Like, right, and that that only gossip, I think, as as people get older and the situations change, you know, there's also, you know, aggression, there's resentments, there's jealousies, there's, oh my gosh, and the list goes on and on. So it is a, you know, it's a challenge to be in that in a, in a group setting that has been stable for so long, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden that matriarch ways because my mom was not only the matriarch, but she was the one, she was the mediator. Yes. She was the one who, you know, stopped any arguments oh. ever happening yeah. and put everybody in their place, you know. Yeah. And so by that that person not being part of that family unit, yes, the dynamics have changed. But Jay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Am I missing it? No. Yeah. Well here's I, I think that what might be a good takeaway and I was going to talk to my friend about this, ultimately, is that, okay, so things have changed. The family dynamics have changed. So why not start a new tradition? Why not start something new, something different, that will be amenable to everybody? Because, every, you know, the family dynamics have changed. The, the family unit has changed. Maybe the geographical location has changed. Maybe the in-laws are from a different situation where they didn't do all of that stuff, and so they're, like, reluctant to really buy mm-hmm. into it. So come up with something new. Come up with something, you know, that is okay with everybody and start a new tradition so that, you know, you're not feeling... Uh, and I'm not talking about you, Pam. I'm talking yeah, about no, any, anybody talking else. About in yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, in general, anybody who is... Uh, going through this change and 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 have and being hurt or not mm-hmm. understanding, you know why it's changed, you know right. when you think it's going to just keep going and going and going and going, but things happen, things change, people change, relationships change, Absolutely. and so so roll with it, right? Come up with mm-hmm. something new, come up with something that everybody's going to like, or or if you. Um, and, and you know who am I to say? Because I'm not a I'm not a psychologist, and I don't play one on TV. But I would think that um, if you 
try to figure out why you're hurt or, or mm. you know, what you can do to, to make yourself feel better, make the change so that you feel better. Absolutely. Right? And if, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, that's an excellent idea, Jay. You know, doing, making new traditions, you know, finding new ways that if you want to bring your family together. I mean, you know, just this summer as you, you know, yes, me and my family are accustomed to having these large gatherings of summertime, you know, we go on vacations and so forth. Well, this is the smallest group that I've ever been, you know, this past, and it was 10 of us. But it was the smallest group. <laughs> That's and an I army that, to me. Ten right, people? Are you kidding right. me? I couldn't. I couldn't but handle that included, two. <laughs> that included kids. So yeah, that would include. But you saw how big the house was. So it was, you know, it was comfortable for everybody. But the thing is that yes, the unit has shrunken. And my cousin is funny because yesterday I had a conversation with one of my cousins, and she said she had to verbalize something that was causing her so much pain and anxiety. And it was that the family that she knew is no longer the family that she has, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and that comes from the change in dynamics and relationships. And, you know, you just have to kind of go, we never know what somebody else is going through. Yes. People's situations and circumstances yeah. change. And that, that you know, it's a good leeway into what we were about to talk about, you know, people's circumstances, situations change, because, you know, we're going through, you know, recession right now, um, and, and it's a holiday time, you know, and people are trying to figure out what am I going to buy, what gift am I going to buy, and, you know, so forth and so on. And they're almost, when you become accustomed to doing so, you know, being able to buy gifts and so forth, when you're no longer in that position of being able to buy gifts, then it takes a different turn mentally, emotionally, you know, on you, and more importantly, financially. And so trying to figure out a maneuver through the holidays without breaking the bank or, or feeling overwhelmed because you're unable to do something, the holidays is really looking at the holidays and what does it mean to you? Right, and, and I'm going to say, you know, anybody who likes to give, the, I think those folks are the ones that are impacted the most because they get the joy out of giving things. Yeah. But I have to tell you, and I think you would agree, Pam, is no one will think less of you mm. because you cannot afford to give either Absolutely. anything or something less than what you normally would give because you cannot afford it because of what's going on in the economy right now. Whether right. you have lost your job, whether you, your uh, paycheck is not you know, stretching as far as it did, um, mm -hmm. maybe you got divorced and you know, it's a hardship because now it's a single income. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless, but right. your friends, your true friends and your family mm -hmm they are not going to dismiss you because you can no longer give them the whatever, the right. whatever you think, you know, you used to give or, or you want to give. And oh, by the way, um, there's other things that you can do that don't involve money. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm gonna throw out some. So you could say, you know, I will offer to watch the kids 
um, while you go on vacation. That will be my gift to you. Uh, that will that doesn't involve you know going to the store and buying something for you know bajillion dollars. Right. Um, you could um, volunteer somewhere uh, to make mm -hmm. yourself feel you know validated or uh, worthy. worthy. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, you could. Um, you could, if you do have a couple of bucks, you could make a donation in the name of somebody. We talked about charitable giving before. Um, right. You could say, I'm, I'm giving this $20 in honor of the family of whatever. Mm -hmm. And that family will receive a notification that you made a donation in their name. And Absolutely. so if you spread $20 across maybe what you would have spent $100 on. And so there are things that you can do to, um, if people are just, I think we've gotten to a point where people think that you're going to be disowned if you don't follow through with a gift. Right. And that's right. just and not true. And it's not. It's and not. another thing people may consider is that, you know, they don't want others to know their financial situation. Yes, that's true. Yep. You know, yep. hiding behind that veil of, yep. you know, whatever's going on in yep. the background. But let me tell you something. A phone call to me is worth a, a million bucks. Oh, yeah. If you call me on the, on the holidays and say, you know what, I was thinking about you, and I can always say thanks for thinking about you. Oh, yeah. You know, I appreciate that more than anything else. Don't, because... Jay, I'm I'm never non-appreciative of gifts, all mm -hmm. right? Right. But I don't want a bunch of knickknacks that I got to dust. <laughs> I know. It's I, like, I, I guess tell people, another one for tell, the yard sale right. next year. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, my gosh, don't give me a knickknack because you thought it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that's fine if you thought it was beautiful. But if it requires me to have to dust. <laughs> If you're making work work for me, please just, return please it. Return it. Don't even don't even spend your hard-earned money on it. You know, and it's funny because I I used to have people just would give me like these little statues or or some sort little tchotchkes. Of tchotchkes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Little knickknacks. Like, and I'd be like, oh, no more of these. You know, and it's like, you know, I know the thought is in the giving. Yeah, exactly. But here it is. The most thoughtful thing you can do for the person that you, if you truly want to show how much that you love, is give them a call. Tell them how much you love. Yeah. Because words speak, you know, I would say this, during the holidays, if you really put together, like, a well-crafted message, like in a card. Oh, you, know, you just a, took the words right out of my mouth. A well-thought-out card. Even if you have to type it, because my handwriting's terrible. Um, right. Even if you have to type it and include it with a card, boy, that mm -hmm. that just speaks volumes, uh, you know, to, to the person who receives it. Absolutely, yeah. and, and most of the time, because if if anybody's like me, I tend to I end up saving cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the ones that have messages in them. Yeah, because they're reminders to me about how this person was, or you know, what this person thought about me, or you know, and, and that is to me the most beautiful gift you can give another human being is to show them how much you care not through the gift itself but through the words that you speak right even if it's from even if it's from a child right mm -hmm. it's like don't give me a bottle of perfume that i will never right. use how about 
just a card a or, or paint me a picture, a picture. or draw me yeah, a picture, right? Right, exactly. Because yeah. I got pictures of the kids that come here, you know, they I'll say, well, draw me a picture. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the thing is, I always kind of keep that artwork because it reminds me of how they're developing. Right. You know, because you know, it's like the, the drawings get better and better and better, better each year. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, you know, yeah. if that person became famous as an artist, and you've got right. the collection. And I've, got, I've got the, exactly. I've got the from the beginning. Exactly. Exactly. Pseudo name on it. It may right. not be the way it's actually spelled, but right. it sounds like. Right. right. Look, it's even signed. Right. They were right. only ten. Right. Exactly. So yeah. it is. It's it's something about that, and you know, and I know I know there are also people who have expectations. If I give you something, then I expect you to give me something of equal or or more valuable. Yeah, you know. Um, but really, in all honesty, it's like if if that's the kind of people that you have in your life, maybe you should think about you know think about even if they're family. Yeah, think about you know if if you have to not give that that year and they choose to give then you will find out whether they'll give you the next Christmas or not. <laughs> right, well, you, <laughs> you know, know. And where yeah. their heart truly is, you yeah. know. And so, and, you know, speaking of that, when, when people think about gift giving and they feel, as your family grows, and I ran into this, you know, before mom and dad passed, as people's families grow and, and you get children and grandchildren and, you know, you got cousins, if they are involved, mm -hmm. you know, get-togethers, at some point, as adults, you probably, if you if you want something, you probably go out and get it as an adult. Right. You don't need Absolutely. someone to give you that gift. And, no. and number two, maybe it's the time to start a new tradition of drawing names so that you mm -hmm. only have to get one gift. So everybody gets a gift, but people only have to buy one thing because everyone's right. drawn a name. And a good way to do it, and we used to do it in the office, is to put a cash limit on it. There you go. Cash limit, and, and maybe just kids. Maybe not adults yeah. at all. Maybe just right. kids. Just the kids. Yeah, and so there yeah. are ways to, to get around. I mean, there are creative ways to, you know, figure out how to do that. Um, mm -hmm. Without just, stressing yourself without out. Without stressing yourself out, without putting something on a credit card that you know is going to take you two years to pay off because mm -hmm. the interest is like 12%. Right. No one needs to be in debt. Uh, it's a really bad hole to fall into. Um, Not for Christmas 10 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, people yeah. who are either unemployed or maybe don't have a high paying job. Uh, and I say this only out of personal experience, you know, as to when I had a low paying job and uh, I, mean, I didn't have a lot of money. Those credit cards become very evil um <laughs> they they become very you become dependent on them and uh you start racking up those charges and it takes forever to pay them off yes. and you do you know you should be saving money for retirement in your 20s not paying off credit Absolutely. cards just Absolutely. a word to the wise if you're in your 20s now's the time to start thinking about retirement sorry i just yes. had to make that plug no, 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 no. I agree. I agree because, you know, I, I try to tell my grandchildren to start earlier than that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, they have their funds. They have one for savings, one for giving, and one for spending. Yeah. You know, and it's based on how much 
if they completed the chores or not, you know. Um, and so that way, I, I can. I told them. I said, look, if you save this much, based on compounded interest, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't understand compounded yeah. interest, but. <laughs> But I tried to explain it to them in a way that I could show them. And it's not about, here it is. You just want to be able to have enough for a rainy day. And one day, it's guaranteed it's going to rain. And if you don't have the money. It might be a storm. It might be a storm. That's all I'm saying, Pam. (laughs) It may not just be one day. Well, you and I have been around enough, long enough to see those storms, right? We've seen, I think we both see at least one storm every year. Yes. (laughs) Whether it be car repairs or house repairs. Yeah. Absolutely. Something not expected. Something totally not expected. Anticipated, but not expected when it comes, right? Right. And hoping that you wouldn't get it. Hoping that, that yeah. it wouldn't expected, but hoping that it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And we always underestimate how much it costs. Well, we get told one thing and it ends up another. I'm just saying it's, it's, well, no, that's, three, that's, that's, a, the, the, actually that is an always the case with car repairs. Through no you fault know, of our own. We get told right? one thing and we end up paying another. And not yes. to the good, but to the bad. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. Yeah. It is funny. But Jay, as always, it's been a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, and of course, we love, we love, we love listen, having our viewers, our listeners actually with us to listen to our conversations. Um, but we also have this loving heart for all of our listeners. Um, this is the holidays, and we wish you all peace and love. And I'm going to just say one more thing, Pam. Uh, I absolutely, um, everything that you just said, and for anybody who is alone, anybody who is lonely, anybody who has maybe lost family within the past year and they are struggling with the holidays, trying to figure out what's what, just remember there are resources out there. Um, if you have friends, Your friends will always want to support you and help you. Do not feel like you have nobody. Um, If you feel like you need some validation, there are so many organizations that need volunteers during the holidays. They are are craving uh, volunteers. It will give you some uh, company. It will uh, make you have value for the people who don't have things that you can help with. So uh, don't feel like uh, it's all um, a big burden and, and something to deal with. There, is, there are a lot of resources out there, and I, I um, think that you should take a look, do a search even. Volunteer.gov's got a lot of uh, associations. Go, uh, go to your local animal shelter and take care of a pet during the holidays because they need volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, the local uh, food kitchens for the homeless. There are all kinds of, of organizations that need volunteers. And if you are alone or lonely, it's a really good way to spend your time and, and start something new, to get, your, get out of your pity pool and uh, do something new. So that's what I have to say. Uh, good words, words to the wise. And that's our show for today. Thanks again for joining PB&J. This will not be televised podcast, and we'll see you next time on the next episode.
Enjoy.